Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, you about ready? Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Today is just a great day because I get to talk to two of some of the best compadres on the planet. Have you ever had an uncle start up at a Christmas party or a holiday or a 4th of July and he says, these three guys walked into a bar? Well, this is three podcasters walk into a bar and I got the other two podcasters here. I got David Blackman. I mean, he is a Forbes contributing author. He is a legend and a man about town. How are you, David? I'm just fabulous, man. Just got back from my cruise in Mexico and ready and raring to go. Oh, hogwash. You are you look so tired, you can't even see. <laughs> <laughs> I've had 48 hours to recover. I'm, I'm oh, good. No, you're not. All right. <laughs> hey, we're, we're going around the corner here to RT. I mean, we're talking RT Trevino. He's a big dog over there at an EMP operating, and I'm sitting here trying to talk like him. <laughs> Uh, EMP operating company, oil and gas company here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. He's the podcast host for the Crude Truth. Welcome, RT. Oh, thank you for having me, and welcome back to the United States, David. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. I made it through customs. It was great. Uh, body cavity search or otherwise? <laughs> no, 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 man. Oh, okay. Just facial recognition, which uh, made me extremely nervous. But anyway. Was it that blue thing or something like that? No, man. They just you don't even you don't even have to fill out a form anymore. You just go through the line and they they take a picture of your face and make sure you're not on the terrorist watch list and you're in. Wow. That, nothing to it. That, yeah, yeah, border. no, nothing to it. No, yeah. open border. Uh, you know, you gotta love that. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, I got one second, but did you hear about that facial recognition software that found that Michelle Obama was actually a guy? I'm serious. <laughs> no, I'm serious. The face that was on ABC and they <laughs> said, no, I'm serious. They said they have to recalibrate it because Michelle Obama went through and they said they, they found that that was a hundred percent, except for that. I'm not making a joke. It was, I have no comment on that. Story. I don't either. Okay. <laughs> and pass it off. And this is up to you, but facial recognition software has to be checked out because we don't want to make any mistakes. Well, they, believe me, it didn't find that I'm a woman. So we're good there. With that voice. <laughs> Holy smokes. All right. <clears throat> Oh, okay. Man. Nobody's going to say anything. I know. I, I got nothing after that. You know, <laughs> anybody get, I don't, did anybody watch um, uh, Saturday Night Live? Uh, probably not. It had old Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson. Had a, yeah. Had I read a the, funny yeah. joke at the beginning of the, of, of the monologue, basically. And it was, I read a script in 2019 and it was basically a script of, we're going to get all the drug cartels to basically force us in our houses and then not let us out unless we take their drugs. And I turned down the script because it's like, that'll never happen. Nobody would ever believe that. <laughs> and oh, man. Uh, 
I'll tell you, did you see the, the left wing, uh, Wokers, uh, they, their heads exploded and it was across the country. As soon as it started airing, um, when he said, it, and he made those jokes about it, they went nuts. Woody, he's talking bad about COVID. Boom, 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 boom. Well, yeah. the, the last in, I got to watch that the laughs inside the SNL studio were not, they were almost like uncomfortable laughs. Like, should we be laughing at? Them? So anyway. Because yeah, they all but, know it's true. Yeah. But right. you know, I, I do remember one thing is uh, that on April 20th of 2020, uh, you know, oil went down to negative prices, and uh, you know, I, nobody was asking me for a bailout. Uh, but what I'm excited to see is that uh, oilprice.com had a nice little article uh, today talking about how um, they're expecting uh, the price of oil to be over 100 here at least uh, come summertime and through the rest of the year. And um, I can't disagree with that at all. You know, you got Goldman Sachs that's saying it. And uh, so is uh, the big uh, independent here in Texas, uh, Pioneer Natural Resources. And really, yeah. when you figure the demand is going up, whether and we can talk about China hopefully here in a second, but whether China fully reopens or doesn't reopen, the demand's going up and supply is still not there. You know, the other day somebody was touting that, you know, oil and gas operators like myself, we've spent on average 50% more money last year, but we only got a 6% increase in production. And the real reason is, well, because the cost went up, steel went up, pipe went up. Uh, service companies that hadn't gone up in three years when we hit $100 there for a little while last summer, they went up in price and they haven't gone back down. Um, so, uh, and I'm afraid that when we do hit 100 again, are they going to go back up, which will not help out the situation <laughs> at all? Yeah, of course they'll go back up. You know, I mean, that, that's how it always works. Price, price, uh, commodity price goes up, service costs go up. Uh, steel prices go up and here's the thing people better get used to these high prices for gasoline and and because crude oil prices for the foreseeable future are going to be pretty elevated unless and we've talked about this before the one thing that can cause oil prices to collapse is a major recession yeah and we're starting to see a lot of people uh, on the Democrat side in terms of, quote, economists, now finally admitting that we're heading for a recession. And if we do go into a pretty significant recession, then that'll kill off a lot of demand and, you know, prices are going to be likely to fall again. But uh, unless that happens, you know, all prices should be elevated because demand is outstripping supply and, you uh, and uh, there's no real prospect for major supply growth this year or really in the next few years. So if, if I may, and uh, I'll kind of throw a wrench in here real quick is <laughs> as these people are starting to admit that we're headed into recession, would you see President Biden running for reelection if that's the case? Like, uh, I know that's totally random left left quit out of left field. <laughs> Depends on uh, what whoever's making all the decisions in the Democratic Party want him to do. You know, if, I mean, he's not running anything. So whoever's really running the country, if they want him to run again and be the face of all this, try to do it for another four years, then, yeah, he'll run. But, uh, um, you know, I, golly, that man is so frail. And, 
it's just hard to imagine him doing this for six more years. It really is. Well, I'm well, shocked he's lasted this long, to be honest. And, and the reason I ask is because obviously people are starting to admit we're going into a recession. And look, and I know a lot of our listeners will that are on our side and probably agree with that. It's his policies that have taken us down this path. So yeah. if these individuals in the government are starting to say we're headed towards a recession, I'm almost thinking, are they basically throwing in the towel with Uncle Joe saying, we're headed for recession. We need to we need to switch it up. So that that's why I brought it. I think personally that the world is headed for a global recession, and I personally think there are many countries and continents that will be in a depression. I think yeah. that you're going to see many of the European countries uh, going into a depression. And I think there's going to be a few like Norway that do have access to natural gas uh, not be impacted as much. They do yeah. have a lot of energy. Uh, Germany, <clears throat> I think, is going to get hammered in the back of the head so hard their eyeballs are going to pop out. And I think that they truly could be heading to a depression rather than just a recession because they can't afford to make anything because of their right. energy. There were two articles that just came out, and those articles were saying that it's not the 2022 that we just came through in the winter. It's they're not going to be able to fill uh, in 2023 for next winter, and then in 2024, <coughs> that following winter, nearly as easily. So Europe's not out of the woods yet. Right. They've been very, very fortunate with the weather this winter. And uh, uh, otherwise, they'd be in a crisis right now. But uh, they got lucky with this winter. The, the weather has been, you mm -hmm. know, fairly warm. And uh, uh, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's hard to see them filling storage the way they were able to do before this past winter. And, uh, yeah, it could get really ugly over there. And Germany is the main is, you know, candidate to become a complete basket case. Because so much of their industry is already shut down. And moving. Yeah. And moving. And in fact, right. you know, uh, one thing uh, I was talking to, to somebody today, and they brought up a very fascinating point about Germany, is that the price of natural gas got so expensive in Germany, a chemical plant moved its operations to China. Uh, one of the world's <laughs> largest chemical well, makers, of course, uh, moved their operations to China. Um, you know, so it, one of the yeah, so. yeah, one of the oldest steel facilities also shut down, but everybody was saying, oh, it was because of natural gas. No, it was because coal, uh, coke coal, you have to use coke coal in steel. You can't mm -hmm. use that. And it, that I believe, David, that that was over a hundred year old steel company that shut wow. down. Um, so anyway, coal. Yeah is king it ain't it dead. is old king cole it, it may not be in the united states but it is globally i mean we uh, i got a, an email from my friends at the uh, institute for energy research ier today detailing biden's plans to implement another half dozen major new regulations here in the united states to try to further kill our coal industry here 
And over the last week, we have seen, well, two weeks, we've seen articles now in the Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, talking about how, A, Pakistan, 231 million people, is going back to coal because they can't get LNG cargoes because they're all going to Europe, right? So they 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 put out bids for LNG for March and didn't were not able to capture a single cargo of LNG for Pakistan. Wow. This enormous country. So they're going to mount a major effort to to rebuild their coal industry which they've spent a decade transitioning to natural gas to lower their emissions, right? Yes. China, then there was an article in the Wall Street Journal last Friday detailing how China is planning to build enough coal plants this year in 2023 to power the entire British Isles, okay, Great Britain. That's this year, what they're doing this year. And they're going to keep doing that every year for the foreseeable future. And then India is also mounting a major new initiative to build more coal plants and run their electricity more and more with coal. At the same time, the United States and Europe are committing economic suicide by shutting down our coal plants in the name of, quote, climate change. This is economic suicide. It's what it is. It's insane. And, and it's not sustainable what we're trying to do. The other, and, and I'll shut up, but the other article that was out this morning was by PJM, an announcement from PJM. They completed a study. PJM is the operator of the biggest power grid in the United States. It has Pennsylvania, Ohio, Virginia, West Virginia, and, and a couple of other states. Um, they're projecting that they're only going to be able to build half as much wind and solar in the next decade as they need to replace all the coal and natural gas power plants that are being forced out of business by federal and state regulations related to climate change. And so where is their electricity going to come from? Unless you want to go back to living in the 19th century, as I've said a hundred times, you're gonna to have to stop this. This is not sustainable. It, it, it can't work this way. So, um, you know, and I'm, I'm going to write this all up in a Forbes story. I hope our editors will print it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they don't. Through, yeah, sorry, sorry, RT. Uh, legislation through regulation is what's going on. And the only way the EPA uh, last week put out and said that in 2022, they had a much cleaner atmosphere in the U.S. with less uh, everything else because of the number of coal plants they put down. But David, in that, it, it was a very, you had to dig through that article to realize right. that it was natural gas. They wouldn't. Right, it was being replaced with natural gas. Yeah. They wouldn't admit it. And it was like, natural gas, natural gas. I mean, they were. Right. They wouldn't admit it. So as we go forward on this, it's going to be the legislation yeah. through regulation is going to kill the United States. That's right. Going to destroy our economy. Yeah. I mean, uh, if when you're replacing it with natural gas, then it's sustainable because natural gas runs 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. seven days a week. But when you're replacing it with the same nameplate capacity of wind and solar, 
they've only got a 15 to 20 percent efficiency. So <laughs> you're still 80 percent short at least, you know, and it's like nobody wants to admit that. It's, you know, crazy. What what blow what 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 it is that <sighs> really is okay. They're getting rid of our power. Okay, the country runs off electricity now, right? I mean, oil and gas and electricity. Okay, the stock market, computers all day long, electricity, uh, transportation, uh, goods and services, diesel fuel all day long. Uh, we are knock on wood today, you know still the economic powerhouse of the world. We get rid of coal, oil, and gas. We lose that. Then we lose our military. Then we lose our country. And that is the crude truth on why <laughs> China is so invested in making sure that we get rid of all our coal and them buying up our natural resources or having us stop producing our natural resources. No. Energy security is national security, folks. It's it's a um, an unalterable truth of life. Mm-hmm. And no wishful thinking from climate alarmists can change it. No. Nope. Energy security is national security. You are absolutely right, Dave. You bet. Hey, we're coming out of time here, guys, and coming around the corner. Uh, I'm going to throw it around you guys here for one last comment. RT, give us your thoughts. What's happening this week? Because this one's going to drop probably Tuesday or Wednesday. So what's coming around the corner? You know, um, right now, my heart still goes out to all the people in East Palestine, Ohio. Oh. Um, um, if, if if you would like to give or donate um, the water supplies, uh, check out uh, my, uh, my friends over at uh, the Oil and Gas Workers Association. They have a website that you can donate to. And that's really what I uh, would say is like, hey, take a look because it help out our fellow Americans. We are one country. Uh, you know, as Jesus says, you know, red and yellow, black and white. We're all precious Americans in his sight. So. I second what RT said. Help those folks up there any way you can. And it's it's this is a, a crisis that's going to spread across that whole region because that plume. Uh, from that fire didn't just settle over East Palestine. It, it's, it's, this is probably going to end up becoming the worst environmental catastrophe in our country's history. It's going to make Love Canal uh, look like a, a play day in the park. So um, thank you. Keep praying for those folks. Hey, uh, I do want to give a shout out to RT because he uh, put together a boots on the ground interview with Matt Coday And we got Dr. Chalmers in there and we just finished up that interview. That interview will be out before this episode comes out. And we will also put the health things that the doctor put into that. We'll put into the show notes here. Um, It is actually uh, worse than what people are are thinking. RT, when they were telling, when Matt was telling us about, they are taking the dirt in the water instead of shipping it to trucking it to Texas. I think it was Milwaukee, another city up there. Michigan, yeah. Michigan, and, and putting it into saltwater disposal wells or anything else like that. They're now incinerating it. And that incineration is going to continue 
and it's going to magnify the damage that has already been done. So here's the original explosion that they intentionally set fire to caused it to go off. Dr. Chalmers has said that you cannot uh, combust this stuff. You have to break it apart before you then turn on. And, and it, right. if you don't, it turns into something worse. Dioxin, so, yeah. Uh, this is the uh, Biden administration is making this even worse. Yeah. Anyway, for that, uh, this has been three podcasters uh, in a bar. Please send us uh, any questions that you have, and we sure look forward to hearing from everybody. Thank you, RT, and thank you, David. And for me, Stu Turley, we're going to see you next week. Thank you. Adios. Adios. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.